Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on from the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college hoops do it all day, college football, we know who's number one, understand, on the phones, you know we get it done, so call in 718-664-9098 and we'll give you more, talking sports, uh, yes we do, talking sports, uh. It's for you, Ray and Tay, and we spit it every day, and we're talking sports. Give us a call, okay? Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to a special edition, an NBA draft preview edition of Ray and Tay today. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking I got NBA on the brain though. We got to talk about NBA <laughs> playoffs, but NFL draft. Sorry about that. NFL draft, and you're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay Eric Taylor, and yes, you got to have the NBA on the bra- NBA on the brain because the playoffs are hot. But tonight is all about the NFL draft preview. We are what, about 24 hours, almost 24 hours away, 26 hours away from the Cleveland Browns being on the clock. And I'm very excited. Ray, this is like one of those drafts where the Browns and Titans and Saints having multiple picks and, you know, whether it's the quarterbacks, we know the defense, but I think, and I want to pick your brain on this, I think that this is sort of the magic number is three. And I say that because... We already knew about Joe Mixon, but since Joe Mixon, three gentlemen have gotten in trouble from Peppers, Foster, and now Conley today. Um, three quarterbacks could go. Three wide receivers could go. Three offensive linemen could go. But there's questions with all of those. So what's the biggest question to you in this draft? Because I think we're pretty solid and agree that number one will be Miles Garrett. What do you think is the biggest question in this draft going into Thursday? You know, one of them you you started to touch on was off the field issues. How much do you put those aside? How much do you think that those are college transgressions? How much do you look the other way? And depending on the severity of it, right? Smoking a little weed is much, much different from rape accusation. So <laughs> one of them, right? One of them is one of them is based on what uh you know what you, what you believe off the field activity, how big a component of your evaluation is that. The other thing is quarterbacks, you know, back to quarterbacks, most important position in football, where do you think these quarterbacks who don't project to be NFL stars but have accomplishments in college, especially Deshaun Watson. And then the other thing that comes to mind is this draft is going to break a trend that's been going on for, I would say, the last seven or eight years, which is offensive linemen. Not so good on the offensive linemen in this draft. Maybe towards the middle of the first round you start to pick up a few. But remember the last five or six, seven drafts, we had number one picks. We had top five picks. We had top ten picks. Offensive and defensive linemen. Now, you do have a lot of defensive linemen in this draft, but not very heavy, especially in the first half of the first round, on offensive linemen. So, reversing a trend that we've seen recently. 
And guess what? Guess who's sexy again? The running back is, Ray. So you're right. Yeah, it's, that's true. It's very fascinating. The, the big guys in the trenches might not be as sexy, but I think the, the uh, running backs are sexy again. So let's get into it. You know, well, as we go through the mock, maybe we'll ha- take a halfway breath or wait to the end to talk about our sleepers that could squeeze into the first or maybe potential stars of day two. Um, but right off the bat at number one, we both have Texas A&M and Miles Garrett. So you start at number two, Ray. Who do you think the Niners are taking? Look, it looks like they're going to take a local guy, Solomon Thomas. So played at Stanford. They've seen him in college. They kind of, I think they kind of kept it low about their interest because they obviously knew about him. I think your, your boy from Stanford, defensive end. Now, everybody thought that this could be one of the safeties, Jamal Adams or, or maybe Marshawn Lattimore. So then you don't believe these late the rumors of potential Mitchell Trubisky going here? I don't think you, you, you pick him second, no. Okay. Well, I agree. I have Solomon Thomas as well. Explosive hands. He could play three technique. He could go up and down the defensive line. Number three, the Chicago Bears, John Fox, Ray. Where is he going? Defensive guy. Pretty sure he's going to take somebody in the secondary. So, to me, it's between Jamal Adams, Marshawn Lattimore. I'm going to go with Marshawn Lattimore. I think he's a solid corner, Ohio State, athletic, can tackle. So, that's where they go. Okay, I'm going to go with Jamal Adams, LSU. I think he is the alpha male leader. He'll be there, thumper. He is going to direct the back end in the secondary. I like him at LSU. Number four, Jacksonville, what do you got? I didn't have this up until about a week or so ago, but I think they're going with Leonard Fournette. I think they're going to – they've seen him. He's in SEC country. They need a running back. They've got a couple of guys. I don't know that either of them are the guy they want to hang their hat on, and maybe Leonard Fournette is that guy. So – Take some pressure off your quarterback. Get a, get yourself a running back. Now, I have been on Leonard Fournette going here all along, and I recently just switched up because they have not picked up the fifth-year option yet on Blake Bortles, and I think they're not really, with Tom Coughlin being the head now and not David Caldwell, I don't think they believe in him, and I think here they're trading down to Cleveland, whether they get a second and a fourth or – this year's second or next year's second. So I would have the Browns on a clock, and I think they're going to take Mitchell Trubisky. So I got Trubisky going forward to Cleveland. So, so Tennessee's next. Yeah, what you and got for Tennessee? Either, well, I think they're going to take Jonathan Allen, the guy that dropped from everybody's number two a couple of weeks ago. I think they get him here. The only other pick they might go for is Mike Williams of Clemson. Because uh, they could use another receiver, but I'm going to say Jonathan Allen. See, and I thought about Allen or even Hooker here, you know, for LeBeau, and and but I just think their receivers were not dynamic enough. And Kendall Wright and Tajay Sharp, you know, they really just rely so much on Delaney Walker. And I think for the development of Mariota, you can't wait to pick 18. We know they got two picks, like the Browns and the Saints. I think here they got to go snatch up Mike Williams because for red zone touchdowns, this guy will be special. So I'm going to take Mike Williams at five for the Titans. What about six? 
Let's go, Jets. The New York Jet fans. I, oh, I hear them man. screaming from Philadelphia, Ray. What are the Jets doing? <laughs> uh, they want a potential offensive playmaker, O.J. Howard maybe, maybe Mike Williams. But I think they're going to take somebody in the secondary, whoever's available between Jamal Adams and Marshawn Lattimore. So I have uh, you know, I, I have the Jets passing on the offensive guy and going with Jamal Adams. That's smart. We kind of see it the same way. I had them going with Marshawn Lattimore. No more Darrell Rivas, no more Rivas Island. They really need a corner. You're playing against Brady. You got to get a top corner. This guy is definitely, I think, the best corner in the draft, especially with the Washington kid getting hurt, Sidney Jones, although good report on his Achilles. They're saying he might be back towards the middle end of September, so he won't miss the whole season, so that's good. Number seven, L.A. Chargers. I'm going to say defensive help. These guys could use some help on offense too, especially with all their injuries. Remember when Woodhead went down and, uh, you know, obviously the wide receiver Keenan Allen went down, but I'm going to say Malik Hooker, safety from Ohio State, ramp up that secondary. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, you know, he was one of those cats all year long that when I was watching him, I was like, this guy is a ball hawk. And, um, you know, for L.A. Chargers, I think we have the exact same pick. I got to go with Malik Hooker. Number eight, the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton on the clock. I think they would love Leonard Fournette if he's there. We both have him gone. So I think they're going to go with Christian McCaffrey. Outside chance they go with uh, a defensive end or maybe maybe a, a tight end because uh, your boy's getting – Greg Olson is getting a little older, but I'm going to say Christian McCaffrey. They need an offensive playmaker. Hmm. Well, you know, I don't have Fournette going yet, and I think they're going to take McCaffrey ahead of Fournette, the reason being because he's a four-down back. They still like Jonathan Stewart, who just got, I think, a two-year extension. And with McCaffrey, he also can play some slot receiver. He can get touches, you know, running – receiving everything and his coach at Stanford uh, I guess his running back coach is now like a wide receiver coach at Carolina so there's some connection of the dots they go ahead and take Christian McCaffrey and it's going to be dynamic with Cam Newton number nine the Cincinnati Bungles who by the way Ray have the most picks in this draft it's uh, Bengals and Browns with 11 and then I think the Niners have nine or ten so that's kind of interesting Get your Reuben sandwich, because my man Reuben Foster is going to Cincinnati. He's a top 10 pick, a top five talent, had some issues with the whole combine. I think that's all behind him. Reuben Foster, pencil him in, starting linebacker, Cincinnati Bengals, which your boy, perfect. So you got no issue with the diluted sample? He was underweight and sick, and he drank a lot of fluids. You're okay with that? Uh, You know... I don't know what to think. I think that these guys all kind of monkey around with the rules. They all try to put themselves in the best position. Now we're hearing the same thing with college, though. So right now we're hearing the same thing with Jabril Peppers with the same diluted sample. So I think they they said he just. But the only thing is the diluted sample. The guy uh, Joe Clapp was explaining it today. He was like, you know, you drink a lot. If you just drink forty-eight ounces of water, that can create a diluted sample. 
because of the creatine. So I'm like, wow, that's not that much. If you drink like, you know, four, five bottles and, and they said peppers because he was, remember, he did safe, safety and linebacker. So they said because he cramps up and had those issues all year, he was drinking extra water. Could be. You never know. So I'll tell you what I got here. Number nine, the Bengals have got to re sort of invent that defensive line. It, it dropped off a little bit last year, and they're going to take a gift of Jonathan Allen that falls into their lap because they still got to get to Big Ben and Flacco. So that's where I'm going. Alabama's go, uh, Allen going to the Bengals. Number 10, the Buffalo Bills. What you got? So there's – Outside chance to take a quarterback because they don't love Tyrod Taylor, but I'm going to say they. I don't get that, right? Well, just, it's a fact, right? I, again, I, I don't think he's he's that bad. I, I don't love him, but I'm saying in that offense, he's got plenty of weapons. Uh, at least he did last year. I'm going to say they go with O.J. Howard, and they get that tight end that they could bank on for the next five to ten years, and give whoever's their quarterback that security blanket. So think about that. If they're healthy, they could have Shady, OJ, and your boy from Clemson, number 14 in the program, number one in your heart. So that's, that's not a bad offensive, offensive trio, and maybe that helps them get a free agent quarterback to go up to Buffalo, right? Sammy Watkins, OJ, Howard and and uh, LaShawn McCoy, that's a pretty decent one, two, three. Not bad at all. You, you're right about that. Not bad at all. Um, well, I'm going to be honest here, and I, I hate to pe- pe- put people on front street, but I'm going to say it. I had Gary and Conley going here, and to me, there's not enough time for them to do the proper research with the police and everything. So I think Conley's going to drop out of the first round, unfortunately. So I'm going to take Marlon Humphrey here, a bigger Alabama corner. You know, I think he benefits. I didn't necessarily love him in the first round. I knew, you know, only two or three teams really liked Humphrey. Bills and Saints were both of them. But I got, I got Humphrey going here instead of Conley, and Conley will fall out of the first round, sad enough for me to say. The Saints at number 11, what you got? Well, I had Gary and Conley. <laughs> and if you force me to make a change, then I'll put Marlon Humphrey in there. But I'll say Gary and Conley stays in the first round precisely because there's not enough time to figure this out. Ah. Uh-huh. So you think with pending rate charge, they'll still say, hey, uh, okay, well, probably. we'll figure I mean, it out you're, later? You're probably right. You're probably you know right that's a heavy because... charge. It's not the smoking weed, like you said at the beginning of the show. And we saw – Larry Tunsil, the night of the draft, just just with the smoking weed, dropped so far down in the first round. Right, and think about the – you're right. And think about the negative backlash that Oklahoma and Mixon had with his issues. Yeah. It's it's not pretty, man. You just – you know, it's not worth it. So close to the draft. Like, oh, and there's the other kid, um, the Florida kid, uh, Caleb Brantley. Forgot about him. He was, uh, you know, probably early second, but he's going to drop down. He, uh, I think, talking about charges of, of, of hitting a woman. So, you know, after mixing, you're like, why would you even, like, and that supposedly happened on April 13th. I mean, come on. You know, I just, uh, I don't get it. 
All right, so I'll, I, you know, so what do you got 11 with the Saints? Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm so torn. I mean, look, I'll say Marlon Humphrey. Okay. And they just got Peterson today, which, you know, I, I guess they need him. I mean, it's a luxury, but, you know, Sean Payton's creative. He'll make that work with him and Ingram. Maybe Peterson does first and second and Ingram does third downs. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think, look, Drew Brees, he lost Brandon Cooks, one of his favorite targets, and I think he's going to go with Corey Davis from Western Michigan. I think this is the cleanest receiver in the draft in terms of running routes and hands and went to a smaller school, but he is legit. So that's what I got Corey Davis going to Sean Payton. Number 12, the Browns are back on the clock. Who do you got them taking? This is their first quarterback selection since their last quarterback selection. Uh, <laughs> At least it's not number 22. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Watson. I think they finally say, you know what, we'll give this kid a chance. At the very least, he's a winner. At the very least, he's a motivator. He's a leader. So maybe his intangibles and his measure, his intangibles are off the charts. Maybe his measurables right. are not as good as we'd like, but let's give him a chance. Well, I agree with Deshaun Watson, but I have him going to Jacksonville Jaguars, and it could be the end of Blake Bortles, especially if Deshaun, after sitting one year, you know, or coming in week 10 or 12, is, uh, you know, he might just be ready to take it over. That guy, I think he's just a born winner. He's a leader, Ray, leader of men. So I got the Jaguars at 12 taking Deshaun. 13, Arizona Cardinals. Now I'm going to tell you, there's Second a lot quarterback. of rumors out here. Oof. I'm saying Mitchell Trubisky. Wow. Right off the bat, I think you go back-to-back quarterbacks. They need an heir apparent to Carson Palmer. Why mm-hmm. beat around the bush? You like this guy? Let's go get him. Okay. I don't. I don't think there's any way he's still there on the on the boards. But I I could see them doing Patrick Mahomes here. They like him. They also like Watson. But Ray a present is going to fall in their lap and they are going to get Reuben Foster. And that defense is what they needed to step up a little bit. So they added Jarvis Jones from the Steelers and Reuben Foster, and they still got to try to get a quarterback and another secondary mate, you know, in the second round. So we'll see what they do. Number 14, the crowd goes crazy. Cheesesteaks are throwing everywhere. You hear the Rocky anthem, the Philadelphia Eagles are on the clock. What do the Eagles do, Ray? So, you know what? Corey Davis is the better wide receiver, more polished, more skilled, but I think they love speed. And with Joe Flacco and his big arm, they're going to give him John Ross in his 4-2-2-40. Okay. I think might be a little high. I mean, people are saying Ross, his medical has not been great, that he could fall out of the first round. I don't think he will, but I don't know if he goes that high. I think they got – with Torrey Smith and Alshon Jeffrey and Jordan Matthews, I think they're good at receiver. What I think the Eagles are going to do here is the gift falls into their lap. Just like Foster fell in the Cardinals' lap, they select at 14. He might not be happy about it, but he will dominate. Leonard Fournette goes to the Eagles. Wow, you're going to go in that far. Okay. <laughs> 15, what do you got? The Colts are on the clock. Their new GM, Ballard for you the You know Chiefs. what? Yeah, I think they go with a defensive end. They need a pass rusher. They need to take some 
pressure off the defense. I think they go with Derek Barnett from Tennessee, defensive end. He is really good. That is that is definitely a pick that I had before. I agree with it. I think though, I think Dalvin Cook goes to the Colts. They cannot rely on Frank Gore at 33, 34 years old. And they got some free agents in uh, the offensive line, um, you know, free agency. And I think second round, they'll probably get a lineman, but they need a running back. And Dalvin Cook will be the best friend of Andrew Luck. And that will be beautiful to see. The Ravens at 16, Rick. Sorry, sorry. I made a mistake. So at 14 at Philly, I had them taking Mike Williams. So I'm ah. taking the big all-around wide receiver. Now I have Baltimore taking John Ross. Like I said, I got, I got Philly and Baltimore 14 and 16 swap, but I got Baltimore taking John Ross. Again, Corey Davis is probably the better receiver, but I think they just love speed, and they just have a philosophy with, with his big arm that they need to get him. Torrey Smith never really worked out, so I think it's all about John Ross here. Yeah, no, that would be a good one. Um, I could definitely see them doing that. At 15, though, I mean, at 16, I got the Ravens taking O.J. Howard. I think, um, unfortunately, they've been cursed with their tight ends being hurt um, and having all these injuries. But I think O.J. Howard will be the perfect connection for Joe Flacco. 17, the, red, the skins, the Washington skins are on the clock. What do you think the, the, the team from Washington is going to do? So, you know what? They've got a lot of parts at running back, but for some reason I still think they don't think they have the playmakers. So, uh, Mike, Matt Jones, and then they got Thompson, but I think here they get a combo of those two guys in Dalvin Cook. I think they take a little explosive playmaker from Florida State. Hmm. He is, yeah, I mean, you know, Dalvin is, he's, he might be one of the best players in this draft and people are kind of sleeping. He really is special. Uh, I got the skins going with John Ross here. I think the medical will show out enough. And to me, you plug him right in and he replaces the Sean Jackson. Cousins lost too many weapons. Whether you have him for a year or two or the future, you still got to add something to Terrell Pryor. And, and help the tight end, you know, give him some help. And I think John Ross would be perfect for that because Jameson Crowder and uh, the kid from last year are not speechers, Josh Dotson. So, John Ross. Tennessee, their second pick in the first round. The Titans are on the clock. Tennessee, Tennessee. <laughs> I think there's your, there's your all-around wide receiver, Corey Davis. He's probably – he may get picked before and – he may, two, two or three guys might beat him out on the physicals, bigger, faster, stronger, but I think he's your all-around. I mean, he's not Jerry Rice, but he's your all-around, you know, wide receiver with, with, with like, the perfect NFL-ready game. Bigger, stronger, and much faster. Bigger, better, stronger, and much faster. I, I'm not mad at you. Um, hmm. I don't know. You know, Tennessee, this one, I've, I've gone back and forth, but at the end of the day, I think they need to get someone else in that secondary. So I'm going to go with the LSU corner, who is very solid, Tredavious White. So I think that'll help uh, the, the Titans there. They signed uh, Jonathan Cyprian in the offseason, and 
They could use a corner. Number 19, the Buccaneers, the Hard Knocks. You like that? The Bucks on Hard Knocks. Yeah, man. <laughs> so I'm going to go here. I know they like Dalvin Cook, and if Dalvin Cook is there, I'm going to say that they jump on him, but I already have him taken. So I'm going to say that they go ahead and take themselves Charles Harris. So Tampa, I know you'd be excited with your Florida State guy, but don't mm-hmm. worry. There's more talent in the draft. Don't, don't, don't shed a tear. There's, there's, some, there's some guys. If Dalvin's not there, don't worry. A lot of projections have Dalvin. That's one of, the, one of the few picks that late in the first round you see a lot of people having Dalvin Cook go that way. Yeah, no, if he's there, I mean, it's a no-brainer, especially with Doug Martin out the first three games. I think here they got the Tennessee boy, Derek Barnett, who, you know, he, he has production um, in the SEC, you know, a bunch of sacks, and I think that'll help Tampa Bay to continue to, you know, improve their defense with Levante David and Big Gerald McCoy. Number 20, the Denver Broncos are on the clock. So Denver has a couple of needs, but I think it starts in the offensive line. So I think they go themselves with a tackle, and they get the big kid from Wisconsin, Ryan Ramchick. Can't have a rookie or second-year or third-year quarterback behind a shaky offensive line. I totally agree, and I went back and forth, but I think just for the length in terms of the bigger, better dancing bear, he didn't have the best season, but he had two great seasons before it. I say that the Broncos take Cam Robinson from Alabama, who I just think with his length, I could see Ramchek having to be a right tackle or a guard, and I think Cam could stay outside a left tackle. So I'm going to go Cam Robinson. Number 21, the Detroit Lions. Detroit basketball. So this one is tough because I thought that they would take themselves a cornerback, potentially Marlon Humphrey, but now – with the whole issue, uh, you know, of, of the number one corner potentially going down or number two corner going down, uh, Gary and Conley, they might have to take Gerard Davis, who I have going later. So it's messing up my whole draft, but I'll say Gerard Davis. Mm. That's a good one. Um, I have Taco Charlton here. I always like to call him Taco Charles. I don't know why, but Taco Charlton from Michigan. Um, I originally was going to have him later on the draft, but I think – the Lions, he's a local guy, but I think they also see the potential in him. And let's be honest, they have not had much going up front ever since your boy left in um, uh, Sioux. So I think uh, Taco will really help them on the defensive line. 22, and, Miami Dolphins. So same thing, Taco goes to Miami. So all the reasons you gave, I think he goes one slot later down to Miami. Okay, and I've got the same thing, but a little bit different. Charles Harris um, out of Missouri, um, you know, will be more on that edge. Maybe, you know, as Cameron Wake, you know, is going to have to retire. Maybe this is where Charles Harris can come and help the Dolphins. They've got to continue to improve the outside pass rush. And, um, you know, Missouri seems to put those pass rushes in the NFL, Ray. Like, they just get it done. So I'll I'll say that the Dolphins get that there. They could also, also, you know, use probably, you know, some people in the secondary too, but I'm going to go there. 23, the New York football giants are on the Klizak. And you know who they take? 
can uh-uh. take their quarterback of the future. What? Going for the yes, future? They, yes, they do. Patrick Mahomes with the big yeah. arm. Gets to sit behind Eli, and you know Eli's an Iron Man, so Eli's not going to come out unless he's retired because he doesn't—he plays her. Patrick Mahomes. That five years, he might the, actually sit for four or five years. He might, he might, but I think that he—they're hoping that uh, he's their transition. So, third quarterback off the board, Patrick Mahomes goes to the Giants. Hey, I, I can't be mad at it. You know that kid. Remember I talked about him during the football season. I, I really like him. He, I know the offense doesn't translate this and that, but this, he's got some moxie. He probably needs a couple of years to sit just to really learn how to play the game and not just run around like you're in the backyard. He's definitely a backyard quarterback, and you can't do that in the NFL. I think the Giants here, man, they go with the tight end, David Njoku. I mean, they've done a lot in free agency the last two years on defense. They did get Brandon Marshall. They do need a running back, but I think they can address that second or third round. But David Njoku, to me, would make it so special. Donnell, you know, had two or three good games a year or so ago, didn't do good this year. I think this Miami tight end is going to be special with Eli. And then those receivers, wow, the Giants are going to be hard to guard next year. 24, the Oakland Raiders on the clock. You know what? I was thinking – of of a couple of people, and I had originally had them taking maybe a Gerard Davis, but I've just moved him up. I'll go with your guy, actually, because Michael Rivera is not, you know, uh, the answer. So I'll go with Njoku, the kid from Miami, and say, look, give them another weapon and some more firepower because they're, they're going to be in transition this year, uh, especially in the running game. So give them that tight end. Give David Carr a little security blanket with those two guys on the outside with uh, uh, Amari Cooper and uh, and my guy, Michael Crabtree. I think that yeah. makes their offense even more potent. Yeah, no, that that would be a good pick. They did sign um, the guy who was on the Packers last year, though. Um Aaron Rodgers that he threw it to, they he they did sign him. I always forget his name. They used to be with the Rams all those years. They cool. signed him. Yeah. Cook. They signed Jared, Jared Cook. Cook. So. Yeah. so, but that's but a good pick. He's always hurt and he's inconsistent. But yeah, I, no, I would imagine that they might take that New England philosophy of two tight ends. Well, I think they're going to take a guy that kind of replaces the guy that is in the booth in ESPN. And that's Charles Woodson. I think they're going to go get another mm. guy from Michigan, Jabril Peppers, to play safety, probably also to do Jabril. some returns. And I can see Peppers looking really good in the Oakland Raiders uh, uniform, soon to be the Vegas Raiders. Number 25, the Houston Texans. This will be fascinating. They also need to protect their quarterback. So I'm going to say here they go with Cam Robinson. You had him going up a little bit higher but I think that if you don't know who your quarterback is at least get him a solid offensive lineman to protect him that's a great point um they do need line help I do like their line in terms of Dwayne Brown and you know they can run the ball a little bit but I think right here man I just think they got to take a shot and they like Savage but this guy you know Savage has a good arm too but I think I think O'Brien could mold and do the right thing with Patrick Mahomes. And he could have Savage play this year. Maybe if they want to, they still could bring in Cutler. But I think at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes 
will be the guy from Texas Tech, you know, Texas boy coming in and being the Houston Texans quarterback. I think that would be perfect for Bob McNair, and that would make him happy. The 26th pick, the Seattle Seahawks are on the clock. Seattle, what it is right now. I have them <laughs> taking <laughs> your boy. I think you had him a little earlier, Tredavious White cornerback LSU I think that there's something going on there in the secondary something going on there with Richard Sherman they need they can always use more depth at that position whether they come in and place nickel or eventually replaces a Richard Sherman they, they they've kind of been through that second corner with Maxwell and and now you know the replacements and so I think that they lock it down here with Tredavious White okay I, I ain't mad at that um, yeah, they definitely, you know, I, I, they, I can see them taking a corner. I've gone back and forth with the Seahawks. Um, if they do take a corner, I would say they might go for Kevin, Kevin King. All the way up. But right now, I think, I think they're going to go with the big road raider. You had earlier Ryan Ramchek, I think, from Wisconsin. I think Seattle realizes whether it's Thomas Rawls or uh, Eddie Lacy, they also need to protect Russell Wilson. And he got pretty beat up last year. So I think they stick with the offensive line, and I think Ryan Ranchak will be golden for them. The Chiefs at 27, Ray. Woo! So the Chiefs need a lot of things, and I think ultimately they have to replace Alex Smith. But I don't think you do it here. I think ultimately they need to figure out, you know, what's their what's their long-term plan uh, gosh, this one I had maybe Joku uh, and Joku, but uh, you know th- this is a tough one. Th- this is a, this is a tough one. I mean, do they go with a linebacker? You know, Gerard Davis if he's there, but I'll say they go with Hassan Reddick, linebacker Temple. Hmm. Yeah, you know. Um... That's exactly what I have. You know, I think we got to remember they, you know, lost Don Terry Poe and they lost, uh, I guess, one of their pass rushers. Uh, I forgot which one left. But um, I think that to me, Kansas City knows playing against the Raiders and Phillip Rivers and Derek Carr and, of course, Tom Brady and Big Ben and the AFC, you got to get to the pass rusher. And I think Hassan Reddick, we both might have him too low. This guy might go all the way up to the early teens. That's how talented he is and his upside is. He was a studded temple. So I've got Hassan Reddick as well going to the Chiefs. But like you said, don't underestimate. Andy Reid could be like, hey, I'll take Kaiser here. You don't know what he could do because I think he knows that Alex Smith's days are numbered. So you never know what the Chiefs could do. At 28, how about the Cowboys? Ray's team is on the clock. What are you doing, Ray? I think they like speed and athleticism, and I think they go here with Adore. Adore mm. Jackson from USC. Get some speed back there with Byron okay. Jones. He's yeah. a little he's he's a tinier corner though. I don't I wonder. I wonder. They gotta deal with, you know. Brandon Marshall and, and the different Redskins guys. And I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to go with Kevin King, the second corner from Washington. This dude is a monster. 4-4. Four, four. 
he was a four four seven, but he's like six three and a half, six four. I mean, he's a beast. Obviously, Sidney Jones hurt the Achilles, so he'll probably drop the second or third round. But I think Kevin King will be the Cowboys' answer, and he will definitely help them. 29, the Green Bay Packers. Same reasoning, Green Bay Packers, Kevin King, same thing. They need a cornerback. Uh, they need to pick the best corner on the board. They need to shore up that defense, and Kevin King's their guy. Yeah, I went back and forth on this because they, you know, they lost Jabril Peppers and went back to Carolina so they could use some pass rush. But I decided on Quincy Wilson, the corner from Florida, who is pretty talented. And the Packers, we saw that secondary, right? I think every the first three or four picks should be in the secondary for the Packers this year. At 30, my Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, by the way, Martavis Bryant is back. He's now eligible to return to the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise. I love it. I love it. Number 30, I think you either go with a tight end or potentially a quarterback. You might go with Deshaun Kaiser because you got to look for a replacement for Big Ben. His days are, are coming to an end soon. But I'll say Evan Ingram, tight end mm. Mississippi. You guys need a, a nice, solid tight end. Jesse James is okay, but I think he's proven that position. Yeah, I've been thinking this one all along, the same thing, Evan Ingram, because he's like a hybrid tight end. And they didn't love um, Latavi, um, Ladarius Green or Jesse James. Green came on at the end, but most of the season he was hurt and inconsistent. So I could see Ingram. But right now, we just lost Jarvis Jones. I think they still want to solidify this defense. And Gerard Davis um, from Florida, he's – He's a tackling machine, you know, maybe a little bit below uh, Reuben Foster, but this kid is nice in Florida. Remember, that Florida de- Florida offense wasn't good, but that Florida defense was pretty tough, and he was one of the reasons. So I got my Steelers taking Davis. 31, the defending NFC champions, Super Bowl runner-up, Atlanta Falcons. What do they take? I think they go with the OG. So you know Matt Ryan's your guy. There were some questions – you know, he started out great. He had a dip in, in his, what, fourth and fifth year, but now he's the man again, MVP. I think you've got to protect him. You've got to go with the Peyton Manning model, Forrest Lamp, offensive guard, Western Kentucky. Mm. Now, I like that because you do need to protect him and shore up the dominance of that running game because you know Freeman and Coleman still, you, you want to be able to pound it. And I think that kind of threw them off at the end of the game. Maybe they weren't sure they could get those yards. I don't know. But that's a good one. I I think they still – look, we know Quinn. He still wants to get to the pass rusher. They're not going to have your old boy um, Freeney. And I think the Falcons, you know, still need to get some more talent on defense. He's trying to build that Seattle defense. And Tack McKinley – from uh, UCLA has a motor like nobody's business. This guy does not stop. And I think Dan Quinn will use him perfectly, Ray. I think McKinley will be perfect for the Falcons at 31. 32, the Saints, their second pick on the clock. They got it from the Patriots. You say what? Tack McKinley. So ah. you, you took my guy. But <laughs> 32, if he's there, a defensive end, motor, <clears throat> Outside pass rush, kind of help 
you know, get your secondary a, a couple of seconds longer in coverage or shorter in coverage that they actually have to cover. So, yeah, I think McKinley here is a good fit. Definitely. I think the Saints need a lot. And I think first time around I had them taking Corey Davis to just solidify things on offense for Breeze. But the next pick and then second, third round, they're going to go defense. And I think here you get a solid linebacker. He can sack the quarterback. He can tackle. And I think he's on the upside. And you like his lineage. I'm talking Wisconsin's own T.J. Watt. I think this boy is going to be much better in the pros than he even was at Wisconsin. And he did have one really good year. So a couple guys that we didn't mention that you think could be sleepers that could potentially crawl up to the first round. Give me a name or two that you got your eye on that we might've missed that either one of us might've missed that you think some team so I, might reach for or someone could trade up for. So, you know, Jabril Peppers, I didn't have in there. I thought he dropped off, but he could be definitely uh, somebody to look at in the early second round. You know who I like? I like – so Mixon is going to be a philosophy pick. Ooh. And saying Some people think the Packers could take him in the first round, Ray. But his, his running mate, Samaji Pirine, so I think he's going to be interesting. Somebody's going to look at him. Somebody's going to give him a chance. He's the other guy in Oklahoma, but he can play. So I think he's going to make an NFL roster and be decent and be decent in that NFL roster. Uh, a guy, another guy, I'll give you another guy, Duke Riley at LSU. Linebacker, only played one year, only started one year, but uh, he might make somebody happy. Okay. I, I like those. Um, well, you had mentioned one, Evan Ingram. I could easily see him being at the bottom of the first round. Um, I didn't have Lamp in mind, but I could see him being, you know, sort of where you had him at the end of the first. And um, I think early on someone might scoop up to Sean Kaiser and also my fa- one of my favorite names, we might have to put him on our uh, top five names, Buda Baker. Buda Baker is a baller. Um, one of the safeties, a little bit smaller, but another kid from um, Washington and that secondary. You talk about LSU and Washington with these secondaries, man. They they all they both and, and Ohio State. It's all three of those teams have two or three guys that are going to be first, second round talent. So Buda Baker is is a guy there that I would look for. And I do like your guy. You know who people are disrespecting also um, the wide receiver from uh, USC, Juju. Juju uh, Schuster Smith Smith Schuster, I think Juju. Okay. Is, yeah, I think he's got some potential, um, and I like Zane Jones. He's going to be a great wide receiver. He led uh, an all-time reception. So Zane Jones, someone to look for. His father was uh, Robert Jones. He used to play for your Cowboys. So it's going to be fun, man. I think um, if we had to guess, I mean, obviously I put one trade in the first round mock last year. It was a total of eight. Um, best guess, how many trades you think are going to wind up going down? I don't see that many this year. I could always be wrong, but uh, Cleveland might want to move. Jacksonville might want to move. Um, you know, potentially teams that have have a, a need. KC might want to move. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Denver Broncos. So I'll say I'll say three, three, three? maybe four. 
I, I agree with you. It's not going to be crazy like last year. And, you know, I, I kind of, you know, thought that that one might happen. I think Cleveland's definitely going to trade up, whether it's for Trubisky or Watson. They want to come out of here with, you know, Garrett and, and a quarterback. And it makes sense. I mean, don't sit at 12. If you want to go get the guy, go get him. You've got 11 picks. You did it for a reason, you know, and then you got a bunch of picks next year. So go ahead and do it. Um, but I do think um, – I, I'll say four. I'll say four. Um, and it should be interesting who it is. Might be Tennessee going down. The Niners might trade down. Um, you know, someone from the bottom. The Patriots and Rams could try to come to the first round. Eventually, the Rams have got to get a wide receiver, Ray. They've got to realize that that's what they need. You would think that they would know they need it, but maybe we need to tweet them and tell them. <laughs> I don't know. I'm baffled by it. So. <laughs> Great show. That's the NFL Draft Preview. We'll be back Friday. We'll talk about the first round. Talk about what's going to happen Friday night for rounds two and three. But it'll be fun, Philadelphia, whether it's ESPN or NFL Network, 8 p.m. Enjoy it. And uh, have a great sports week. The Warriors swept last night, so that's done. And uh, we'll see what continues to happen with the NBA and the NHL playoffs and all that good stuff. So, uh Hey, have a have a good, good sports week and enjoy the draft. It is fun. Ray and I back in the days we used to write down our picks like on a notepad. Remember that? Oh yeah, that's pre that's pre technology. That's pre technology. Uh, Ray's apartment and watch all the picks. Uh the good old pen days. and paper, baby. Yeah, man. Pen and paper, so Thanks for listening and enjoy the NFL draft. We hope you enjoyed our preview. Send us some emails or tweets, today at gmail.com with your uh, first round picks and your mock and what you thought of ours. We are out. Peace. See ya.